Hello, this is Lisa LaRose here on Connect to Love on PRMFM, and I am joined by my muse and good friend, Michael J. Russ. And Michael, I want to welcome you to the show today, and I'm just so grateful for all your caring and support and for all that you do and all that you bring to the show. Yeah, I just want to it's, say. It's appreciated on both sides, believe me. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you. So I... Don't know if you know this about me. You know many, many things about me, but I am a huge Dr. Seuss fan, um, both in his whimsical illustrations and his art, and also the words that he wrote. And there was a, a quote by him that he wrote: "Sometimes you never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory." And I started thinking about that, those words, because I had a reunion this past weekend. And it was a class reunion from people from high school. And I have to tell you that there have been so many thoughts that have been traveling through this wondering head of mine, wondering and wandering, <laughs> that I do. Um, and I, I really, I started to think about the connections that we make and why, you know, in a union, a you know, gathering of, of people, you know, where you form something from separate individuals, your, your separate students gather together in this time and space, how it comes that we want to come back together. We gather with those, member, those members of that group that we've been separated from from all those years. And there's something to be said for that reuniting. Um, I went to my class reunion. I was late, unfortunately, due to dog duties. You know, I'm always, <laughs> sometimes the dogs are not always the most predictable and the best laid plans. Uh, sometimes have to be changed a little bit because of what's going on with my rescue dogs. So I, I was about an hour late, but when I walked in, I had two old school friends that I hadn't seen in a very long time that greeted me with absolutely beautiful smiles. And they said, you're late. You're the last one here. <laughs> they, direct, they were kind enough to direct me where to go and get my name tag and a free drink ticket and whatnot. I didn't, I didn't take advantage of the drink ticket because I don't drink alcohol. But uh, I certainly enjoyed uh, a conversation with them. And it was just, it was really nice to see them, um, not just, you know, just to sort of hear where we've gone and where our paths have wandered over the the many years. Uh, our high school class motto was along the road. And I thought, geez, isn't that interesting? You know, we chose that many, many years ago to sort of be the theme for the year and how a road travels. And, you know, it doesn't always go in a straight line. It, sometimes it's the road less traveled that makes things most interesting. Um, I had in that reunion, uh, a friend traveled all the way from Switzerland. He was our foreign exchange student. He was, it was, Martin is just an absolute delight. And he grabbed me and gave me a wonderful big hug and you know, how he's doing and he's another dog person he and his mm -hmm. wife have a beautiful shepherd that they love deeply and dearly and I thought wow it's been 10 years since I saw you since the last reunion and different dogs and different things that pass through your minds and uh, another person came up to me and said oh my gosh you know and literally like uh, carried me away and said, you know, this group of people want to see you. And, and everybody said, you haven't changed, you haven't changed. And then at the very end of the evening, I went to say goodbye to the one of the girls that had greeted me at the door. And her husband was there. And he said probably the kindest thing that anybody has said to me in a very long time. And he said, oh, Lisa, he said, it's so wonderful to see you. He said, you know, I have to say two things. One, you had the best pool parties, <laughs> which I heard a lot from a lot of people. They said, you had the best pool parties. And uh, secondly, that I was one of the nicest people that he could remember. He said, one thing I remember about you, you were nice to everybody. You were nice to, it didn't matter what group of people. And, and that's truly, that was how I would have described myself. I was friends with Everybody in the you know 
in my graduating class. And it was it was so sweet because here we are uh, all at different parts of our lives being, you know, reunited but still connected by a common thread. And and so as I was thinking about it, I thought, you know, we we really grew up together. You start in this in this school at ninth grade and some people come in and out, but you're you're sort of in an awkward phase. You're you're kind of going through some growing pains. You're finding out who you are, discovering. You're kind of stepping away from your parents' values a little bit, testing the waters. And then by the time you're a senior, you're ready to spread your wings and do something different. Uh, but I think when we, we all kind of gathered back together, it really didn't seem like that much time and space had disappeared, you know, had had disappeared. You know, that those many years had, I don't know, they just seemed to be like just yesterday. It doesn't feel that far away because all of these people that I reconnected with still have the same beautiful hearts. I can't tell you how many individuals that have now at this point in their lives either taken an early retirement to take care of their parents um, or moved back into their their home to care for for an elderly parent. And I thought, wow, that's really amazing. It really is. And I know you have a special relationship with your mother. Um, I'm curious, Michael, have you... Uh, reunited with anybody in the past from your school days and, and really um, kept in touch with anybody and have those deep connections? <laughs> um, the two people I probably had the deepest connections with, three people, uh, have passed away already. Um, oh, interestingly yeah. enough. That's, that's okay. It's just, it's just so it, 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 uh, it's always an opportunity for you to uh, reflect and understand what really is deeply important in right. life. Um, right. the, the relationships, I, I, I mean, I have to tell you, from 6th to 12th grade, I went to four different schools. I went to three different high schools, so uh, in three different parts of the world. And uh, so my, um, under, my connections... And I learned, and that was not that, that was that was four high schools. But I, I went to a different school every two years from the moment I was born. So, it's uh, or the moment I started to go to school, I should say. And so I learned a couple of things. I learned how to make friends uh, and and make connections very quickly uh, with people. Um, I learned uh, who to stay away from, who the bad seeds mm-hmm. were, so to speak, uh, right. and. Uh, I the the school I graduated up graduating from uh, in California is the is uh, that there was that school and there was a school in Izmir Turkey where I went to, uh, um, to two years of high school with and I went to one year in in upstate New York and <clears throat> the one from Izmir Turkey the the American high school over there where we had between between kindergarten and twelfth grade there were three hundred and sixty five students in that range. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, I mean, graduating class was four people, five people, seniors, you know, every year. That that pretty much was about as big as that school was. Um, however, uh, I've stayed more connected with with uh, those people than uh, the people in, the, in, in uh, that series, that school we went to, uh, more than any other, uh, because of the fact that there was a special bond created from we were living on the economy uh, and uh, we were living in the city so we all mm-hmm. all of our parents had apartments and and we uh, we we had to walk through the city from our apartments to the city to go to high school or to go to the teen club or to go to the commissary to shop or the, the cafe or the bowling alley that the American bowling alley they had there or to do whatever to the American hotel uh, the U.S. military had a hotel <clears throat> there, for which is where you stayed when you arrived. Before you got your your things arrived, your your goods uh, by ship, by container. It would be a month or two before they would arrive, and you would stay in the hotel, and you'd get an apartment, and then you all move out of the hotel into the apartment. And it was standard operating procedure. You'd repeat it on the way out. You would pack up mm. all your things, and you'd stay in the hotel until you left. So. Um, 
we, as a matter of fact, I think the first week of November, uh, I'm going to go see uh, going to go see someone I haven't seen. We've seen a couple of times in the last uh, 10, 12 years. They used to live in New York City, up in South Harbor, and now they live in uh, South Carolina. And uh, it was uh, my girlfriend's best friend uh, and uh, uh, her husband, and we'll probably have a couple of people that we piled around with together uh, in Turkey when we uh, come and meet us there. But I, I actually went into business with one of uh, one gentleman from uh, who I went to high school with up in upstate New York. We had a, a custom uh, made-to-measure suit business that I helped him start about, mm. gosh, about eight years ago, eight, nine years ago. I helped him start that business. That's fun. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. I learned something we, new about you all the time. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I, I sold my share back to him in his business because he was doing all the work and he, he just need, he needed to get a, 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 a start right financially mm-hmm. so i helped him and it was really a, a, a it was a joy to be able to to assist him uh, that was sure. that was uh, one of the great joys in my life to see to give him an opportunity to you know make a living in something that he is very good at um and so uh, i uh, we have we've had two reunions three reunions uh the first reunion is where i met my girlfriend who i dated Back at that high school in the '72, I met her at the first reunion, the second reunion we had uh, in Las Vegas. Uh, I reunited with her again, and then that kind of sparked another. Uh, that was 22 years ago now, um, which uh, was was really wonderful. Uh, and you know, the, the amazing things can happen when you when you. Uh, it is. People, you know, we were in a band, and people remembered that, and and um, the the. The connections, the longest connections, are from are from Turkey, and it's interesting because uh, three weeks ago, I was standing in front of that apartment building again. We had gone back over there, and I I had gotten an opportunity to see where I lived again, and Sandy got an opportunity to see where she lived again, and how the neighborhood had changed, how the city had changed. Um, the, the military is no longer there. The high school is no longer there. None of it's no longer there. Oh my goodness! Yeah, NATO shut down over there back in I think it was. Uh, 2010, 2010, 2012, they shut everything down. All the families you know, were gone. Um, they no longer saw the need for uh, a, a high school there or a military presence, a NATO presence, until right. the main situation, evidently. But it's interesting that um, whenever I – there is a Facebook page for, you know, Izmir High School and all that, which I – I mean, I'm not really big into social media and um, – Right. People say, "What was your best part of your life?" Right now, <laughs> you know, yeah. it's not, I don't, I don't yeah. live in the past. I don't reminisce about. I, no, I have great I don't, memories. I don't either. I've right. forgotten. I like to tell people, you know, I've I've forgotten more experiences than most people have actually lived in their life, because they've been right. in the same city for so long. I've traveled everywhere. I've done a lot of things, met a lot of people, and that was my what my parents wanted us to wanted to expose us to was the world uh, as an African American mm-hmm. family. Um, my dad uh, got out of Florida and never looked back. He got out of Florida, went to Tuskegee, got into the ROTC, got in the military. And you saw the military as his way out of cabbage farming in hot central Florida. And he and his family was incredibly poor. And so he um, he got good grades, went to Tuskegee, and went into ROTC, and uh, became a second lieutenant on Colonel graduation, and never looked back. Married my mother, mm-hmm. and they, you know, we're all over the world. And I think we went back to Florida three times in in mm-hmm. 22 and a half years that he was in the military. It was just one of these things, you know. I, I'm 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 blessed. I'm grateful. I have so many uh, experiences in, in in shoved away in the drawers of my mind that on occasion when I smell something or see something or experience something similar, they pop out. And I go, yeah, I remember that. I, I had that. That feeling comes rushing back to you, you know. Um, the, the, the beauty of, I can tell you one of the best things we did. When we went to New York City about, it was about eight years ago, we went to New York City, uh, Sandy and I, and we had arranged to, there's a Turkish restaurant up on uh, the Upper West Side that we always go to called Pasha. And every time I'm in New York City, I stay up in the Upper West Side and uh, between 70th and 73rd. And we always go to this restaurant to, to eat Turkish food and reminisce and drink Turkish wine and have a great time. But this time we had uh, eight pe- eight, nine people join us. Actually, 10 people. There were 10 of us. Um, 
two co- a couple from 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 Boston. He he. We went to high school with him in Turkey. We had the couple from Sag Harbor. They came down. They had a place in the city. We 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 met together. Uh, my girlfriend and I, and then my uh, my my best friend, and then another couple. We and and we. It was sort of a surprise. The people from Boston was the guy from Boston. Uh, Hector was a real big surprise. We didn't know he was coming, and we're sitting there, uh, kind of getting ready to, you know, sit down and eat and. And here he comes walking in, and it was like, it was old home week. Heck, we closed the restaurant. We closed the. They, they were begging us to leave at eleven thirty. I said, you know, we gotta, we gotta send our people home now. Uh, we were like, God, really? The time just flew by. We sat back at a table. We ate dishes. We talked and reminisced about everything. And that was really the reunion that that you know. Th- that's what I remember. When I want a reunion with people, that's what we'll do. So we're gonna go see them up in South uh, in. Uh, South Carolina, and hopefully about the second week of November, uh, we'll go up there and 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 hang out with them for a little while, hang out with their best friend, and perhaps have another couple people come down. It, but it's we stay in touch though. We stay in touch. We stay in touch through text. Um, and uh, even though we 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 our paths don't cross because everybody's still working and doing things, um, they let us know when they're going to be various places, and if it's possible for us to be there, we'll be there. You know, uh, if not, you know, we don't really travel together. We don't feel the need to travel together. Uh, we just stay in, in contact. We everybody's got their own thing that they're doing, uh, their own home life, their own kids. However, we have a special bond from being in a place for a few years that was incredibly unique. And mm-hmm. I I always treasure that. I, I, I treasure that more than any other place that we've that we've been. And uh I mean the number of elementary schools I went to, I couldn't tell you one person that we that I that I met. I mean it's just it was just <laughs> you leave one, you go to another. You leave one, you go to another. And I mean the experiences were great, made great connections with people, had fun, uh, you know, pick up softball, pick up uh basketball, pick up football flag or otherwise tackle or whatever it was you 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 enjoy yourself as a kid you learn to enjoy where you were and who you were with and then mm-hmm. when it was over it was over and you left and you went to a new place you made new friends and you had new experiences and i don't regret any uh, leaving any place and going to another place however i do know mm-hmm. some people i've come across who do they they're like oh it was like a downer after that and i'm like wow really oh well yeah uh, no and be kidding me. i think you're 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 you hit the nail on the head because there are individuals that you know want to be back in that space you know for me uh, anyway i think when you you go and it's your first day of, of anything new um, there's a fear that's there, and so you kind of you find bonds and you find community. But then, when the, your time is done with that, you move on, and you're ready to move on, and you're ready to welcome in new experiences. But right. some individuals may are not quite in that same space, and and I think you know, when you're in, in high school or whether I mean actually you brought up a good point, like military. You know, you if you are in a basic training unit you are building a common bond with those people. You're experiencing things that nobody else will ever understand. It was just that time and space. But then once uh, you're, you're done with basic training, you get your assignments, and some people will be trained in other things and go on to more advanced things. But you always have those connections. You always have that thing that ties you in, and 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 I think that that's why when you come back, um, and I I don't know, it's sort of funny. Time is an equalizer, I guess, <laughs> because in when you first start, you're you have you know there's some kids that are more awkward than others. There's some kids that are better at sports, some that are better at academics, but really, um, it's a learning process, and I think. That when, and it is a little bit more difficult for for kids in school today. But if we just accept and embrace and you know share the love that's in our hearts and really love ourselves, I think that that's how we, you know, can change the world. And when you go back to these reunions, um, everybody's gotten older. Everybody's changed. Everybody's had different life experiences. But you can kind of come back and you, you have your thoughts and your fond memories. And uh, I think it fills your heart. I mean, I can only tell you that when this 
individual and I want to just say thank you to Tom for seeing me because I, I was pretty quiet and was friends with everybody, but I didn't really always know if people saw who I was. And for somebody to say that to me and not only just say it once, he actually repeated it. I, I got very emotional. It was just, it was so kind of him to make the time at the end of the evening to say that to me. And it, it just, it, it really did. Because, you know, it, it really it, you never know how you're interacting other people unless they tell you. You know you have, mm-hmm. you know, love in your heart and kindness. And uh, it, however, you really don't know uh, unless they say something. You don't know how you're impacting, uh, how you're impacting them. And it's wonderful when they are uh, aware enough and awake enough in their own understanding of how they fit into the universe to be able to walk over to you and and say something so lovely, something that is so validating. Because maybe you've, you we all think that we're we have a, a perception of ourselves, yet we don't dwell on it. Uh, however, there are some things that we. We don't know how we're impacting others. I love it when someone comes over and tells me, you know, something um, uh, about myself, like the, the bartender who I just met in, in in San Juan, Puerto Rico, telling me, "Did you know you smile after you say everything?" And I'm going like, "Wow, okay." So I, that's been a focus. It's been on my mind ever since the last, you know, last Christmas. You know, when I met him, it, it, you don't mm-hmm. know how you're impacting other mm-hmm. people. You don't know how your demeanor, how your energy field is impacting other people. But I, I love when you get the validation. And I know how you feel, how you felt when that happened, because we, uh, it's our goal, yours and mine, to impact people in a positive way. That's why we have this podcast. We, this is what we, we, uh, we love doing, and we hope that we're uh, doing just that, that the you know, and the only way we know it is when somebody says, hey, I listen to your podcast, I love it, and, and you, it really touched me, and it was very timely. And you're going, okay, validation, I'm, I'm, we're doing the right thing. Whatever we're being, topics that are, are being given to us by, you know, powers greater than us, we, we're succeeding. We're actually touching hearts and minds of people, which is really spectacular. This, I have to go back to something that you said, though, um, sure. about promoting connection, especially when it's in school. Um, nowadays, and my, it was interesting because I had a text thread, I have a text thread with my, my brother and sister and one other person who my brother used to work with, uh, in the business. And we had, we had, we talk every day on this text thread. We have different topics and things that we, we put through. And, and today it was kind of about a, uh, it was a, a, a kind of about connection in the digital world, how things have gotten, uh, awry, how kids aren't being, uh, aren't given the opportunity to connect, how somehow schools become this. Now, we've got t- teachers that listen to this program, and some of them have told me um, that it's about, it's about lessons and planning and, and grades, and the, the, the connection that you, um, you would otherwise foster when you're not in class is being spent on the phones with imaginary people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's like... You, so you've got these imaginary individuals, and 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 one teacher told me you cannot, you cannot stop kids from having cell phones, their their phones in class. So if they're not listening to the teacher and they're not connecting with someone sitting next to them, they're on their phones connecting with somebody in a virtual world. And mm-hmm. the one thing that is is being lost more than anything else is is that time you would otherwise use in the hallways, in during events, you know, the time yeah. you're not in class. And there's a lot of that right. out in out in outdoors, you know, connecting with and, and meeting people, having a pickup uh, a pick game of, of, of basketball during PE or having this occur uh, during this downtime or at lunch connecting with people. Um, there's there's a whole digital world, a virtual world that, that – youth are connecting with and it's not eye to eye it's imaginary and uh, that imaginary world unless it's there's something nefarious about it what it doesn't do is is it doesn't connect with you in a way that in the future can validate the person you are today Mm mm-hmm 
know, and the person that you see yourself, it's the person you see yourself as as today. I mean, we had right. we had no other. You know, when we grew up, there was no other way to connect with people other than make a friend. I know. Make a friend. You're right. We had a shared locker. <laughs> we had a shared locker. And, you know, then you were really good friends with the people who had the lockers next to you because you'd be bumping into each other all the time. Right. And, uh, and they'd be yeah, putting things up in their locker. You'd be talking about it. You know, you mm-hmm. things yeah, to talk what was about. your last class? Where, where are you going now? What time do you have lunch today? All of those yeah. other things. Yeah. I, the, I will tell you they had a – I didn't do it because I, I'm not – I'm like you. I'm not really very – present on the social media, but they uh, had a tour of the high school. I could have gone if I would have paid attention to my social media, but I didn't. Um, and they, the, when I was asking people, well, how, what's, they said, you wouldn't even recognize the high school. It has an Olympic-sized pool now. I'm like, where did they put that? <laughs> I couldn't even imagine. Uh, and, but they said that in all of the classrooms, they kind of did away with the lockers. Um, but when you walk in, there's like a thing that hangs on the side and students put have to put their cell phones in these little pockets and then they can collect them at the end of class. So I thought that was at least really oh, that's uh, nice. a positive thing. That's yeah, it really is. Because you, how, how are you going to be able to um, to pay attention and understand um, anything that's going on uh, you know, and, and and nowadays you have access to the world, not just what's going on in your own town. You have access to everything in the world, and what's going on in the world instantaneously is put before you. Um, mm-hmm. I, I think about this when it comes to feelings, uh, uh, feelings in life, and how you feel about yourself and how you feel about your place in the world. Uh, and in my view, it's important for the for youth to develop a positive concept of self, which is a challenge when you have the world out there and all the negative that's presented with it that happens in the world being put front and center in front of you on your device in a second. You know, it's, 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 mm-hmm. it's a challenge. I, I think I know what you, you know what I'm talking about. It doesn't matter what happens. When it happens over there, it's on your phone. It's, it's instantaneous. Um, news travels in in milliseconds uh, from some other part of the world, but it's becoming. You know, somebody said the other the other day, and I can't remember who this was, that uh, their 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 sense of they life isn't good because there's so much bad out there that they are convinced they have to care about, and I said, mm. wow. That's interesting. They can't enjoy their life because other people somewhere in the world aren't enjoying theirs. And I'm, I'm going. That is, a, you know, it's an interesting concept. How do you, how do you ethically deal with that? I know how I deal with it, and I know what I told this particular uh, uh, man who gave me this. This he was like, he's going to be forty pretty soon, and he, he told me this. I said, you've got to be kidding, right? You can't you yeah. you ha, you cannot feel good about yourself and your life right now in your own home because of other things that are going on in the world. There's so much strife. There's politics. There's wars. There's this. There's that. And I said very simply, that isn't something you have control over. We have to spend mm. our time and our lives controlling what we have control over, and that's us: our thoughts, our feelings, our words, our actions what we're putting out to the world. And I simply said, if we can get more people putting out positive vibes than negative vibes because of what they're focused on, positive vibes, great sense of self, love, kindness, compassion, empathy, all that, then we can put that out. If we can live that ourselves and gratitude and forgiveness, we can live that ourselves, then we are going to have a positive impact on the rest of the world. We can't stop what's going on somewhere else and it's it's a loss it's a sense of uh this particular guy said he had a sense of loss of control that makes sense he said you know lack of control he lacked control over what was going on i said of course you can't control what's going on it's been going on forever you know i was was in the philippines (laughs) during the vietnam war pilots came in pilots came back pilot pilots flew out and didn't get didn't come back you know i mean it's just you 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 deal with 
the 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 situation surrounding that conflict you know that war or uh anything else that's going on in the world yeah you you take it back to the dr seuss quote sometimes you never know the value of a moment until it becomes a memory because those things do become memories you know and and michael i think you know there's so much when we when you and i come together and we speak about this a lot it has to do with choice Choice is, is really the cornerstone of all of our experiences. Whatever we are creating through our thoughts, our feelings, whatever our perspectives are or perceptions, how we perceive something, you know, it really allows us to, you know, when we do that pivot, and you speak about this all the time, when we pivot on a, a situation and say, no, you know, I am consciously making a choice and step forward into joy, or step forward into love and appreciate and reflect, even though, yes, I do see that this is going on at this moment, but for me to emanate love, which I truly believe is one of the highest vibrations, along with joy, right. uh, and that I want to be happy, no matter what the circumstances, no what the beliefs of other people are, no matter you know what their habits are, whatever it is, if it's the opposite of positive in my perspective, you know, we are here, we have that choice. And right. it doesn't diminish anything that's going on. But really, for us to emerge into a different timeline where we can manifest whatever it is that we want, including a, plate, a planet filled with peace, I really do believe that we need to make that choice. And, right. you know, you and I, you, you are a master at it. And I try to be a master at it. I try to be conscious all the time, as I really do want to live in a in a in a world filled with harmony and and joy and beauty and and I I think that's all part of who we are and that, and our nature. Um, that's who I am. I I love to be peaceful. <laughs> I truly believe you are as well. The misnomer in in, in uh, my view is that people uh, are so caught up in or inundated by world events that are way way out of their wheelhouse of being able to control that they they don't that it that they minimize their own contribution to the moment that what you what you're thinking what you're putting out there to the person next to you is just as important as hoping that peace will reign in the world everywhere you know, it's, mm-hmm. it begins with this, this little step. It's this little step that you're making, and everybody individually makes that step, but it does comprise the whole. It, it, is, it sends energies out into uh, to the universe, um, as uh, uh, wonderful uh, Carol was talking about, and we talked about a couple of shows ago, the thought bubbles. We have to mm-hmm. put those positive thought bubbles out there. We have to continue to think positive thoughts to think uh along the lines of love and compassion and joy and 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 happiness we have to and we have to make moves on a daily basis in our lives moment to moment that continue to promote those within us promote love promote happiness promote joy and when we find our our minds being invaded by something going on something negative going on somewhere in the country or the world that the the media um, wants you to adopt as your number one thought for that moment. We have to repel those that thinking, those thoughts, with that information. We have to repel it. We're not going to help the person who's been taken by or killed by the serial killer. We're not going to be able to to five thousand miles away or another side of the world be able to find someone who's been taken. What we can do is we can in our own communities put out the kind of vibe that is that is based in love that is based in 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 hope and positivity hopeful expectation as uh, as as the teachers call it hopeful expectation put it out to have this this hopeful expectation that that things will right the ship will right itself right and we're all mm-hmm. going to do our individual parts we're each going to take a step in the right direction every day to foster that ourselves and that's right all we can do. That's that's all I that's all I can do. I'm not about to shoulder the the problems of the world. That's not my job. <laughs> the 
my job as a human mm-hmm. being, as a human soul, is to promote love and promote happiness within myself so, and then project that to others. That's, right. that's what I do. And if we right. can all kind of break it down that simply, then, and we can teach our, our youth to do that and not to be... Um, to, to think it's, it's, this is right and that's wrong, or this thinking is right and that thinking is wrong. Well, we just say, you know, it's all thinking. Um, there should be a clear set of facts, of course. However, mm-hmm. you have the right to, to think one way or the other, but let's, let's come at this from a perspective of love, not hate or uh, division. Let's come at it from right. a perspective of, of if we live next door to that particular person, would we, what would we do? Would we enjoy life on the same street or would we build a wall between the two of us because they thought differently than us or we didn't like something they said or we didn't like something they believed? You know, I mean, I, right. it's, being, here in the, being here in the <laughs> South... When you said that, it made me think of, of even high school, right? Because there were, and every high school has their cliques, oh, yeah. every high school has their groups, oh, yeah. right? There's that division. And I think that's what's really so magnificent about the reunion, because there is something in a reunion of all of these different groups, right? They, there are no, not, not all those groups have dissolved. And so it's sort of like the great equalizer. You come back. And you, yeah, because I, I can remember, like, okay, what, what university are you going to? You know, where are you going? And then you have your graduation ceremony, and then you go on your way. And right. then you come back, and it's like, okay, where, what happened on your path? What's happened all of these years to you? And, and not everybody's journey has been easy. Um, yeah. And it, it just, but when you come back, you're sort of celebrating um, this magical journey that you've been on since you were last together. And, exactly. and I, yeah, it's just really, it's, um, it's, there's something that I think, and that's what's so, uh, I felt that connection, I think, because, and it was sort of really empowering because as everybody has sort of been living these, their, you know, their own lives, but you come back and it's like everybody's the same. Everybody's X amount of years older. Hmm. Everybody either had kids, not had kids, done whatever with whatever they did to the degree. But I think that you're you're coming back to kind of nurture those parts of you and share memories and laugh and just to really feel that that love that maybe you never even had for for one of your other classmates <laughs> and Very be true. like, oh yeah. And there Very was true. a lot of that. Do you remember me? You know, you don't remember me. And I, I <laughs> yeah, looked at the, the name tag, and um, yeah, I did remember some people. I didn't always remember the context. Like, it sounds strange, but, you know, what kind of who they hung out with and who their friends were or who they went to prom with. And um, one of the – it was interesting, though, because towards the end of the evening, I ran into somebody who I didn't even know was at the, the reunion. And when I saw him, his name's Thomas. I had to laugh because I, he, he he remembered me, but he didn't remember the fact I said, you know, they, he bought me as a senior, all of the, the captains, or if you were president of a club, we were sold at a bonfire uh, as a fundraiser, and right. that person right. could make you do whatever for the day. Right, exactly. And I said, I I, and I said, I said, you, I said don't, you don't remember I was your slave. <laughs> and he said, no, I don't remember that. He said, and he was with his wife. It just came out of my mouth, right? I wasn't really thinking about it. You don't remember it. I was your slave? Oh, my God. Well, you were what? Yeah, yeah that was and, really interesting. He, yeah, he and, he and this other gentleman had, uh, he, was, he's, he has passed. He's another one of those people who's no longer with us on the, on the planet. But, uh, and... I said, yeah, you and Mike bought me. I said, don't you remember you put made me put these flippers on, and then they put one of those that lemon ring game around my ankles. I had that, and then I had, I had, oh my gosh, so many ridiculous things. I can't even remember what the signage was, and I had to go to all my classes like that. And then finally, I was able to, to take it off at the end of the day. But yeah, no, he's like, I don't have any recollection of that. And I'm thinking, how could you forget that? It's amazing, isn't but it? it? It is. It's it is. cool. It's so I, funny. I just, I just have to say, 
that um, what came to mind was our our um, high school is a place where we are constantly seeking our identity. Mm-hmm. We're we're see we're 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 discovering who we are, and yes, absolutely. Um, As part of that, there's just a lot of. Um, I mean, it's just it's crazy what what mm-hmm. you um, you know what you what you think about. You know, it, it really is. It's it's it's, <laughs> it's just crazy what 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 you thought you did the person you were and, and the thing about coming back in a reunion is you get to see now in many cases decades later the identity that this particular person discovered mm-hmm. and they yeah can that's back, beautiful yeah they can think back to when they were in school because you know I, I told somebody the other day I said you know you're not the person you were last week because you mm-hmm. now know new information about yourself and about the world or whatever, you've exposed yourself to a myriad of different sources of information that have shifted the way you think. Not only that, but, you know, uh, Deepak Chopra will tell you that you, you, your body and your cells and your body regenerates so often, you know, every so often, and it's, uh, mm-hmm. it's a lot faster than you think. So if you're thinking you were the person last week, I got news for you. You're not. And it's that old Rumi quote, something I do not know, the only which could change everything. And generally, every day it does. Every day mm-hmm. it changes something about you. And so to come back decades later and, and see the myriad of changes in, in, in people, um, not only the, the, the way they, they uh, look now, the way they feel now, the decisions and choices, as you said, choice is the cornerstone of your existence, the choices they've made since you last saw them in high school that have led them to be the person they are today and where they are today. Mm-hmm. It's just it's fascinating. It's fascinating, and you could just go on and on and on with, right. with um, that, that concept and how, you know, it's just like this huge conundrum of, of, how, of the evolution of, of us as, as human beings, as individuals. It's fun to think about, and the fun part for me is that I always remember that I'm in control of that, of that transformation. I'm in control of mm-hmm. what I expose myself to. I'm in control of what I eat. I'm in control of what I do with my, how I treat my body, the, the way I interact with people around me. Um, it's something that we must always remember that we are the ones. It's not outside influences and, and sources that control us. It's us controlling our exposure to it and how it impacts us. That's the sovereignty of human life. Uh, and I and I I hammered that home a lot because it's easy mm-hmm. to forget with the plethora of information that is out there that impacts us on a daily basis that we are exposed to willingly or unwillingly. Uh, it it does have an impact if we allow it to have an impact on sure. us, and that's where uh, I mean I've I've had a lot of fun at the reunions I've I've gone to. Uh, a lot of fun with with people. I have a question, Michael. Real quick, I yeah. just want to ask you this question: When you went back to your reunion, did you find that more people had self love uh, or loved themselves a little bit more? Not in in a narcissistic way, of course, the way we speak about, but actually truly knowing who a little bit more about who they were as an individual. Could you feel that? Could you see that? Could you sense? Um, it's interesting maybe. that you ask that question because I, in my view personally, most people don't think that way. You and I think that mm-hmm. way. Um, right. However, when it, when it was the reunion about um, from Turkey, what made it different is how people considered it. How many people considered it the best time in their lives? And I'm like, mm. okay, you're 60 now, and you're telling me this is that was the best time in your life when you were you know, 14 to 18 years of age, wow, okay, we have to go back and talk about this. Because mm-hmm. it's just, to me, it's, it's, um, it, it was, it Every became, day can be your best some, day, yeah, right? In, yeah, it's, it, in some way those, those reunions can become a, uh, a time when you uh, are, are thinking about, you're reminiscing about how mm-hmm. good it was. 
because you didn't have any responsibilities. You didn't have any kids. You didn't have any 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 house to pay for or cars to pay for. You know, financials to think about, retirement to think about. You never had anything to think about. You were you were a free spirit, so to speak. Yet, if you ask any high school student whether they're a free spirit, they're going to tell you, "No, I've got all these rules and regulations that are, you know, holding me in. My backpack <laughs> is, is eighty right. pounds of books, and that I have to remember." You know, mm-hmm. I mean, they're in their own little world, and they understand that that world is 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 what it is to them, and it's it's not something that we're going to because it continues to change and evolve. So we we're not going to necessarily know, be able to identify with it uh, because it's not the world that we grew up. However, what I found people doing was taking the choice bits and pieces of the best of what was uh, uh, of their experience. Mm. And that's what shaped their view of, of that time in their lives. And I think that's what everybody does. You know, right. it, it, at least, I mean, there are some people who's, it was bef- before in high school, generally it's before, Big-time tragedy, unless your parents passed away or your brother or sister passed away. I mean, literally most people, the average student, high school student, um, unless they experience something very traumatic in their lives, and I didn't, that, believe me, the, the list could, of, trauma, of trauma, traumatic events could go on and on and on, uh, abuse one way or the other, unless you experienced something that was traumatic to you, uh, that hadn't happened yet. In, their, in, in, in high school. It hadn't happened yet to you. It was all, you know, rose-colored glasses, and you had your future to look forward to, and you had your friends, or you played football, or you were a basketball star, or you were a cheerleader, or you were whatever. You were a fan. You were whatever. And, and, and a lot of times I found people just simply reminiscing about the fact that that was before they had responsibilities, before they had obligations, and they, they, they were able to do whatever they, you know, wanted to do. You know, it was, mm-hmm. it was, uh, it was a time of intense freedom. And uh, the only thing I have to say about that is we have all the freedom that we want now at whatever age we are. We, mm-hmm. if we don't feel we have the freedom, it's because we have boxed ourselves in, and that's our thinking. The perception is you have no freedom. If you you can start cutting things out of your life that don't allow you to have the freedom anytime you want, it's just that maybe you feel you need to or should be doing those things because society says that's what you should do. So I to that I say love, compassion, empathy. Uh, friendliness, happiness, joy. We can all in- engage with the day from that perspective and make the day awesome regardless of what happens. Mm-hmm. Regardless. Yeah. No, for sure. And, and I I really appreciate that, that insight. And when you were speaking, Michael, about when people say that it's the best time of life, perhaps it's because also, too, there was, maybe a greater sense of union, maybe deeper bonds of friendship. Perhaps the people, once they left that environment, weren't quite sure how to form those deep friendship bonds or make a connection uh, in the same way. Perhaps, um, you know, there, there's a lot in that intimate connection of, of, of growing pains of growing up that is forever a part of us and you remember things challenges and um i think it you know it it is it's it's just that sort of self-awareness and you just i don't know for for me when i think about it um uh it and i do my my sister any moment of the day she would go back to high school she absolutely loved it i was happy to have that chapter done and i was looking forward to the next exciting thing that unfolded itself now one of the questions I was asked at the reunion did you you know do you have children I said no I said quite honestly I said I wanted to experience world I was selfish I wanted I wanted to be free to if I wanted to take off somewhere and and I admire all of those individuals that have raised a family now their children (laughs) are grown and or growing or whatever it's 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 a commitment, and we all choose really. I think um, the path, or you know, I truly believe it's part of our soul's purpose. I think 
all the time, Michael, how you and I connected and through just divine synchronicities that led me to 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 where we are and what it is we're meant to do and and I think that you and I haven't even begun to 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 tap that and and I would encourage anybody any of the people that were at my reunion or any reunion to acknowledge that for themselves that that every day can become amazing you know we live into this world of infinite possibilities and you can form those same bonds um, it's not easy for sure now with social media you have a, a very good point about that but um, you find ex- yeah right mm-hmm. right so true mm-hmm. but I, I, but there is something very nurturing in that union reunion of the shared laughter i mean there were so many there was so much laughter oh my goodness the vibration in that area was supposed to end at 10 p.m and i didn't i didn't leave until after 11. my feet were really sore it was outside and it was cold and i was like oh we gotta (laughs) get these shoes off they were going to continue somewhere else but i thought you know, I, I'm so grateful to have you know, connected to the heartbeats of so many beautiful people. And and it was, it truly was. I, there wasn't any of that, oh, I want to see what so-and-so, you know, whatever. I didn't feel any of that. I, it was just like, wow, here you are. Thank you for coming. Thank you for making the effort. It's so great to see you. And it was just, it was just so hard. Yeah, it was just, I left there with a beautiful loving experience. Big, big smile and that's yeah, it was. That it is was. awesome. We just have that every day of our lives. That that you know, it, it is it is amazing. Um, and when I think back to all the reunions I have been to, it has been just like that. Very loving, uh, very uh, very special. Uh, a lot of empathy, a lot of compassion, uh, and uh, a lot of maybe re uh, reacquainting with people and finding out how they discovering how they've changed over time and um, and it's a beautiful it, it can be a very very beautiful thing it really really can mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, I'm glad you had such a great experience yeah thank you and I appreciate allowing my you know I always tend to wonder wander uh, and find things that uh, really make uh, make my heart sing and so I appreciate you always being willing to play in that realm, Michael. It's just always. absolutely fantastic. <laughs> we you all know? experience it, and I'm sure our listeners experience it uh, as well. I mean, it's something you talked about today that we can all resonate with. Everybody can, um, and and that's the beauty of it. And, and that's the, what I love about the show is that we. I hope we're, in my view, we're we're, we're talking about things I know I resonate with, you resonate with, and that our, our audience here on PR and FM resonates with as well. So I love it. Uh, if you like this show, by the way, if you like this episode or any of the episodes, I should uh, tell our listeners, uh, we do make the Connect to Love podcast out of, uh, uh, of this show. And I think we have now about 80-something episodes, which is very nice that you can um, guide people to. You can go back and listen to yourself. It's it's phenomenal. Um, we talked about we've had some really awesome guests on, and we will continue to have uh, amazing guests uh, and if you like what you hear, share it with somebody. Please share it. We're looking to build our audience, and uh, this, is, uh, this is definitely organically the way that we want to do it. Um, share it with somebody who has, who's just like you because we all hang around with people that are like us. <laughs> That's what we do. We drive people to who are just like us, and if you're listening to this, there's more people that you know that would like to either listen to this, the radio show or listen to the podcast. Thank you. Oh, no, thank you. I mean, you know, you you have such an eloquent way of putting words together, Michael, and really help my understanding of connection and, and really unconditional love because it's the way that we are meant to be. It's an unlimited way of being, and that's the, how we become whole and complete in every moment. And I really am so grateful to each one of our listeners um, who take the time and make the time to listen to us and give us a little bit of feedback because we are truly connected by love and the infinite possibilities that await us or even beyond what we perceive um, or even can imagine sometimes. And that's really that's really where the magic is. It is. That's all the magic. That's what makes more magic. 
<laughs> it does. It does. Most definitely. But um, I know. I know. And each week it, it is. It's so, so much fun because we never know what we're going to talk about. This this was kind of bubbling in my consciousness, though, about union and reunion and why that gathering together is so important. And you do the same, too, Michael, when you travel. You bring people together and then you come back, you're like, wow, this was so much fun. Let's get back yeah. together. Yeah. And I think that's, that that's, that's the goal. The, yeah. The goal is to go mm-hmm. anywhere in the world, meet people, and, and, then, and then meet those people again a year or two or three or whatever later. Um, right. That is, that is the goal. Yeah, absolutely. Well, and not only that, I mean, your yearly crab event. How did that go, by the way? It goes, it's on Sunday. Oh, it is. This Sunday, yeah, the annual crab feed, where we all stand around and crack snow crab and and laugh and joke and and uh, have a, a a good time meeting new people. Uh, there's always somebody new. I got a, got a new couple coming uh, this time around as well, and um, oh, it's always it's always fun. It is it is a blast for you know four hours of you know hanging out, and it's very simple. It's it's very informal. We cover everything in paper, and we start. We put shells all. Nobody shells just go everywhere. And then when we get when we get done, we just ball up the paper we put all over everything and put it in a big plastic bag. And and the trash gets picked up on, on Thursday. And or no, we take it out to actually to the barn. <laughs> I don't want that being around my trash for a while. But yeah, we take it out to the barn and throw it away. But everybody loves it. Everybody loves it. And I wish we could invite 20 more people. Uh, we'd need a much bigger venue <laughs> to, to do it. Um, I can tell you, though, and even I think we're going to have, we're gonna have I think we're at 20 people this time, uh, it, we've never gone through a 30-pound box of crab. Never. We always have crab mm. left. Um, we have uh, homemade potato salad and these wonderful Brazilian beans that get made by a gentleman at Sandy's restaurant, and we keep it simple. Tell people if they want to bring wine or dessert, knock yourself out. Um, but we just have a really wonderful time. Everybody laughs, everybody jokes, everybody gets to meet new, meet somebody new. And uh, even a friend of mine who's a chef here in town, he comes. And uh, his comment was to me was, even if I were dead, I'd come back from the dead to come to this event. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> It's the one event he looks forward to every year. And we have it on Sunday because he never works on Sundays, right? So, uh, and some other people, too, don't, don't work. They're in restaurant business. They don't work on Sundays. So we, we get to invite some other people. Uh, and, and we have a great time. Listen, it's, it's, I wish I could do, the, do it once a month. Uh, I don't think Sandy's Restaurant would like it, but uh, we, it would be nice <laughs> to do something like that. We do get together and do other potluck events uh, with people, which is really wonderful. Everybody brings a dish and everybody brings a bottle of wine and we all hang out and we all talk about it and we all talk about what we're doing lately and where we're going and what's happening and and it's fun. You know, that's that's, that's the beautiful. joy. And everybody everybody I'm talking about who's coming has either been met, they either live on the street or we've met them in bars and restaurants. And we've just carried on relationships and meet with them, and sometimes we play golf with them, and and uh, it's 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 fun, and that's to me the way life needs to unfold. It's just to right. keep having fun and keep meeting new people. I can't invite all the new people that I that I know. I mean, I'd have to have a second event just for those people. So we we kind of rotate some people in and out, add when we can, but we have fun. And thank you for asking. Yeah, that's so nice. I'll let you know no, next. That's week. great. Yeah. No, please, please, and yeah, I, and I. It's again. It's that union. It's that shared experience of happiness and joy. And I wish that for each one of our listeners and and to all the people that came to the reunion and all those that couldn't. You know, I give you my love and wish you uh, all the best always. And and our audience the same. Uh, you know, shine yeah. your light. And really, um, you know, this this life is a gift, and every day is. You just have to embrace that moment um, just like dr seuss says you know that embrace the journey and memory mm-hmm. i want to i just want to say one last thing there are a lot of yeah, things please going close on out the, the show you i would close love show to one, to one thing one thing it doesn't have to necessarily be with you be a deal with reunion but uh for those of the people who feel you know things are going on in the world and they're going the wrong way um 
something I did today, and it's something you might want to do. I literally, uh, during my walk, I, 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 closed, I stopped, I closed my eyes, and I just imagined an entire blanket of white light over the areas and the regions mm-hmm. of the world that were having conflict. Mm-hmm. Like a blanket, just a big blanket. I know it's just me, hey, but that's the way that I deal with this. I know I don't have any control over anything, so I'm controlling what I can do. And what I can do is I can blanket the region in, in a light of love and of joy and of kindness and of peace and of you know, compassion and empathy. This is what we have to have in this world in order to survive. We're not going to force other people to think like us. It's not going to happen, and that's not our job. Our job is to mm-hmm. be loving. So that's what I would suggest our listeners do. If you're, you know, if you're in the mix of things or you know somebody, you know, really all you can do is share share some love send love send love to mm-hmm. everywhere all right thank you michael and, and thank you all until thank uh, you. until we meet again have a great day